0: Let's get this show started.
1: Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. This is your host, Elena, and we have Justin with us. Thank you for listening in to another Q&A podcast with us. As always, please take some time to leave us a rating or review if you're enjoying the content that we're sharing, and we'd love to hear some of your feedback. Today's Q&A is going to be really exciting. It's going to be really helpful for anybody who is a leader or a team member of any sort, and we can't wait to dive in. So I'll go ahead and give the question and then let Justin say hello. So today's question is, as a leader, who are the most important members of your team? So I'm really excited to dive into this question today.
0: It's a good a good question. Also, I guess we're down to the last two episodes before uh, Elena goes away um, for for I guess a, a little over a month officially, and um, and brings a new life into this world. So, congrats, Elena! We're right there, audience. I'm very excited for a new leader in the world. I should say. Thank you. And uh, so you will be missed. I'm hoping Elena gets a little itch and starts recording some solos while she's there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get my mind on something. So, record some solos, but we'll see um i can't even imagine what your life's going to be like uh elena so one i'm just i really don't mean you should do any work i was just playing around <laughs> and, and um but it's pretty cool and i think anyone in the audience you know as someone who focuses on leadership and a part of this podcast i just it's such a gift to the world to to raise new life and to be a parent um, and take on that responsibility. So I think the best for you and Greg, and Greg will officially know what it's like to be a parent now. It's kind of this illusion of a growth in your stomach, Um, but now it all becomes real. I feel like there's that real part when the woman actually gives birth, that, um, that sets in where you really become a father as a man. It becomes more real at that point. I think the responsibility and everything, so um could be wrong but I think in general from people I know that that's what they felt like so congrats
1: thank you everyone
0: cheer you on and if you guys want to follow Lena and her and being a mom you can follow her at Elena.hamade on uh Instagram so I think everyone you know I know Elena shares some of her personal life and her journey there so that's where you can find her
1: yeah, I'd love to have you guys follow along and connect over there, and it would be awesome.
0: Cool. So what was the question again, Elena?
1: Our question today is, as a leader, who are the most important members of your team?
0: Well, as we just talked about, Elena's having, um, bringing new life in the world. So as a parent or as a step parent or whatever, I think the most important role, the team member that you have even if you're divorced um even if it's hard even if you guys don't talk after the divorce or there's crazy things like restraining orders in place a very important team member is the other person that's helping you raise your children or raising a new generation it's just the way it is it's you know we we do this thing and it gets hard and divorce and stuff like that for sure But, you know, we have to raise kids. Um, So I think probably the most important team member always is the person you're raising your children with. So in light of Elena bringing new life into the world, I would say that that's the most important. Um, That's me throwing my opinion around um, based on what's going on in her and Greg's situation right now. And being a step parent, I can clearly see that that's the most important role that there is in the world. Uh, But outside of that, as a leader in work, and as a leader in life, well, actually, let me go back for a second. Not enough people see their spouses as their partners, or their leaders, or their adventurers, or whatever it is, we still hold on to this life of like, being out with the friends and going to the country club and keeping up with the Joneses and pictures with our friends on Facebook and Instagram and the all group of us and look what we're all doing. And it's an interesting thing because the reality is, is most of those people in the long run do not give two flying fucks about your kids. Really about raising them and whatever there's rare, there's a godparent here. There's people that'll invest in them, but where, but really where are the people investing the time and the stuff in your kids? And so I always find that funny. And as, as life's gone on and Deborah and I not only invest in our own kids, but as an entrepreneur and people, person that mentors people, I invest a lot of time in other people's kids. And so does Deborah. So that being said, I think that that has to be the most important role that we have. What are the most important team members? The person you're raising children with. The person you're raising next generation with, for sure. In this case, for me, it would probably be, you know, I don't have children on my own, but Deborah is the person I'm raising kids with or a future generation with. And then in the weird circumstance that we're in, it's, you know, it's her ex-husband, his girlfriend, who also has two children and all of us sort of not to talk about anyone's stuff, but we all are responsible for children and setting a good example, right? Because whatever we do possibly goes down to the next generation right so as a collective that's a lot of responsibility those are your most important team members whether you like it or not and most of the time if you have divorce and stuff that go on you're not gonna like your team member anymore so that is a really strong thing for me when it comes who are my best team members you got to think about is Some of your best team members are people you don't like. Really? I mean, that's just the way it is in life. And you're dealt cards in life and you have a choice. You can choose other paths. You can choose different ways. But sometimes life chooses for you or a person chooses for you. And that person still remains your team member even though you don't like each other anymore, or they may not like you. So that's one of the things we have to get over with this team member thing. So let's take it to that level of understanding as humans that teamwork, regardless of the way we feel about each other is essential for prosperity especially for our children i just showed you it in a microcosm of a family so it can be logical that that same microcosm effectively works whether we're related or not it just so happens that we're related in some ways but i just told you guys that i'm a step meaning i'm not related to any of them but yet i'm still some of these people are my team members and you know we may not like each other That's not good or bad. It's just life. And to get caught up in it and ruminate about it, it, about feelings, it doesn't matter. So if you want the best team members, you have to have the best people that do the job the best. And in this case, a parent who cares about their children, they're going to be the best. Hopefully, most likely. I hope so. I try to believe that. It's not always true but in that case like i'm in the persons aren't that none of these persons are related to me but uh in this particular family unit they're all my teammates for the betterment of zoe and maddie everyone whether i like them or not as long as they invest for the positivity of zoe and maddie they're a team member crazy scenario right We may not agree with their views or their politics or whatever, but they're investing in our kids. So anyway, on to team members. So I play multiple sports and as an entrepreneur that I've grown up the way most individuals do not develop this skill where they can not only run one business, but focus on multiple businesses or multiple people and even. People I work with that have come out of corporations don't adjust to this entrepreneurial mindset or way of leading when it comes to teams. Okay, And I look at teams, I played soccer, I understand strategy with soccer, I like chess, which interestingly, I fully didn't understand until COVID where I really learned it. And so I really like the way that soccer and chess are very similar. And so this is what I'm going to talk about. Team is about winning. So the team members that I choose and my best team members are the cliche answer would be every team member is the best team member. It's not true. It's not true in my case there are always people that are better players than others. You always have a captain or two captains of a team, and you're always going to have a goalkeeper that is going to be the best goalkeeper. Like you have accountants that are going to be accountants and they're going to be your favorite people because they protect your money, period. They're the most important people. So it's not a matter of favoritism. And it's not a matter of who are my best team members. It's really any team member on any given day has the chance to be the best team member. Just like in sports, really. It's not, and is there consistency over time through discipline that could say they're better than someone else? Consistently? Yes. But are they the best every day? No. And certain clients and certain personalities and certain vendors match differently. And I ruffle feathers doing this because I care less about feelings. It's not as important to me. And so I upset people. I hurt people's feelings. I come off aggressive. I come off tyrannical sometimes even. But the whole thing is I'm putting you in a position to win because that's where the team needs you. And sometimes that also means you're being taken out of a position because your personality is not matching. And even if you're getting along with the client, I'm betting if I put in Jimmy, Jimmy's going to knock it out of the park and we're going to win 10-0 with this client. Sometimes it's not about experience or exposure. Sometimes it's about personalities. Sometimes it's about getting along. And that's not, I'm not talking about discriminating. I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm talking about black, white, yellow, purple, Catholic, Muslim, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever. All within there, you know, we have every color of human, every religion of human, you know, within every ethnicity, within all those things. It's a very mixing pot of a world now. So knowing that you have to just know that your best player has to play. White, black, yellow, red, brown, doesn't matter. You know, and not, and women, men, whatever you need to know as a leader the client, the personalities of the people you're dealing with, what motivates them, what motivates the entrepreneurs I work with that are co-packers. If they don't match a personality in the company or their company and their personality doesn't match our company's culture, they're not going to be a fit. So they're not going to be a good team member. So the best team members, honestly, it's It's not necessarily everyone because not everyone steps up every day there are people that never step up that remain mediocre they don't last on the team very long or for many years generally depends what part of the company and who's overseeing it i guess and their type of leadership but the real main thing about who the best team members are is what you need on that given day or that given moment or that given client and As an entrepreneur, after you build your first business, you know, Food Service Partners was 10 years old when we spun off our first business. We had been around for 10 years building a business with three kitchens before we started building other businesses, you know. And even that, maybe we did it too soon. Maybe we didn't. But my point being is being able to manage multiple businesses, being able to manage multiple teams, the key, the secret, the secret sauce is you have to care less about feelings. And that's awful to say in the world right now. And you have to care more about winning and letting the team know that you you transition people around, different people handle different clients or different vendors or different situations because it requires it. And sometimes... I may pull an accountant in to manage a client. Why? That a client is from a finance background, they're number heavy. They're going to blow away the R&D chef who normally manage them as a client. They're going to be overwhelmed by the numbers. Okay, so oddly, you have to do something unorthodox in your business and it drives people crazy. Well, it's my job and you're confusing lines. and blurring them. You are. But in soccer, you play 90 minutes, you get three subs. That means out of 11 players, eight have to play 90 minutes. That also means that all the players play offense and defense generally. Some have more focus than others, but everyone covers each other's back in each other's positions. And they lead up and down the field, up and down the chain of command. They have captains on the field and they have a coach on the sideline. So generally, I feel that way and I will make few subs, but I know that I have three, you know, and if I have to change a client around or something starts going bad, that's what I do. People don't like it. People, I hurt feelings all the time, but in the long run, 24 years later, you know, this is where we are now. Um, It isn't where I always was when I cared a lot more about feelings and stuff like that they start to run the company. People's feelings start to run the company and not logic and profit and not the dreams and the other employees that run in the business. When people run on feelings, their own feelings, they forget about that they're carrying the dreams of all the others. I don't know why there's plenty of room for feelings and I want to hear opinions, but we work, right? We're here to win. And I will tell you that in the competitive nature of the world, who my best team members are, are the ones who want to win. Why? Because they know in the rest of the world outside the United States, particularly in countries that are, that are coming up from third world poverty, that there's people in those countries willing to work no matter what. They don't need fancy colleges or fancy degrees or fancy anything. They're going to go do it. And when you are dealing with people who don't want to work or are trying to negotiate lesser time to work all the time, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have great work conditions or humans things, that's not what I'm saying, obviously. But what I am saying is you need individuals who are going to give you eight hours effort while they're there eight hours, knowing that after work, hey, I don't need your 16 hours of your day, go fully focus on your family the same way you focus on work et cetera, or your hobbies or whatever. But those humans are important because they make us efficient. So those are the team members I choose. Can you get focused? Can you stay disciplined? Do you understand that if you're really effective during this time, you can go do whatever the hell you want the rest of your time. And because of the structure of a working environment, you're a really good team member. And team members who worked at home and now only work three hours a day, and we're not understanding what happened after COVID, and we can't get to an eight hour day or filler days and we're getting bored or trying to do other things, that stuff catches up with you. So I generally don't try to have those team members. I like team members who stay busy all the time, who find work, who even in their position will ask for more to do, even if it's outside of the job. Oh, Justin, I am done. Is there, you know, do you need any floor sweeped? I'm like, you know, I don't pay you to sweep floors, Johnny. He's like, well, I have locked on. I'm ahead. I would like to go build morale and show them in the back that I'm willing to sweep floors also. Cool. I'll pay you to do that for about a half hour, an hour. If you want to go do that and help them out, build morale. Those are the team members you want. They're above and below all of it. They don't need the front row parking spot. They don't need the the money, they don't need any of it. All of that stuff is trophies to them, things they earn from hard work, nicer cars. Even in Georgia, as the employees as we've built up, the employees have get nicer cars. They're earning it, they're working harder, they're working more hours. It's been a long two years of training and getting everyone up to speed on manufacturing a facility of this size or food in a facility this size in this area with 17,000 people, you know, you can imagine they haven't done this before. So the, um, that's the team members I choose. So what are your thoughts, Elena?
1: I think that, uh, with everything that you shared and just going back to the question um, in the beginning, you know, you were sharing the most important members of your team kind of in a personal sense. And we always try to tie things back to where people can relate, whether they are business owners, brand owners or not. Um, And I love that we do that on the podcast because I think sometimes, you know, there's podcasts that are not relatable for people that are in business. And then there's podcasts that are relatable for people that are, you know, brand owners, business owners, but You can't really listen and enjoy those podcasts if you're not, you know, falling into that category. And so by tying everything back together to make things relatable for, for people who, whether they are, you know, a manager, leader of a company or a brand, or they're just, you know, wanting to grow in leadership for just within their personal life, their friendships or their family, whatever it may be. Um, I really liked how we tied all that together. Um, but with it, you know, discussing the most important members of your team within your company or your brand, you know, I would say it is true that each member, you know, no matter where they fall in a hierarchy, if that's the way that your business is designed, um, each member is important. You know, the, the CEO is just as important as someone, who, you know, who is responsible for cleaning the floors. Every single person. You know, plays a role in that business and that company and has a different function. And I think sometimes people don't consider that. Um, but I think, you know, it is something worth discussing definitely of how each person, you know, plays a role within that company, no matter where they fall within that hierarchy. Sometimes it's true that people get respect at different levels and people think, you know, you have to gain respect and you kind of get treated. You see this in, you know, TV shows all the time. The people at the lower end are kind of treated badly and, uh, you know, go get my coffee and blah, blah, blah. You know, you kind of have those people that come into a company and are treated badly. And and that's just what we, we think of, you know, as normal because maybe because we've seen it in TV and for years and years and years. But um, I think in reality it's important to consider that each member of the team is important, whether it's someone who's brand new on their first day um, or someone who, like I said, is responsible for just cleaning the floors or taking out the trash or the CEO. I think every person plays into that team because each person plays into the success of that business. How would your business function without that person and who would take that person's role? um, Should that person no longer be there to do it? Um, I think that that just reminds us that every single person on the team is very important. Um, there's a quote that I used to love from social media, and it was like something along the lines of, I was raised to treat the CEO with the same respect that I give the janitor, something along those lines. Um, and I just think that's so true and something you know a lot of people need to remember because, especially in our culture, in this day and age, and social media and all the things you see, um, maybe this is a little bit off topic, but, you know, it's so important just to give respect and show respect to people who may be different than you are in a different level or line of work than you are. Um, I just think that respect is really important. So this question kind of made me think, you know, in that, in that way.
0: I agree. And I think that that's, um, and it's 100% true. Every, that's why I refer to soccer. Cause I feel like even though the members all get paid a different salary on the field, sometimes extremely, if you're playing with Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, or Neymar or some of those guys, but they're all equal on the field. They all have to play by the same rules. They, regardless of stardom, the it's a pretty level playing field, and so that is to me, the same thing. Sometimes a player's more higher ranked than another. Sometimes they have more of a leadership role on the team. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a team and that everyone's importance is, um, is valued. So to your point, yes, I value every team member. That wasn't what I, I wasn't trying to say that, but I will say that in the competitive world that we live in and, we are animals by still by nature and competition is whether we're competitive by nature or not other humans are. And that's the thing that I, I really understand the trophy for everyone. I get the ideology that happened there. But the problem is, is the rest of the world doesn't live that way. And uh, we're only 300 million people in the United States or almost 400 million, I guess you know, versus 8 billion. So whatever that is, 7.6 billion others. It's just hard, right? We just have to think about what are we leading? What are we trying to do for the people we lead? Are we trying to be their friends? Okay. Because that is not what I'm looking for in a team member. I just told you, if you want to be my friend on on this, a team member, like red flags automatically go up. I'm like, nope, you care more about my friendship than winning. Like, I'm just that human. I'm just a hard human. I've always been that way in sports and life. And I, you know, friendships are hard because I like to move forward. I like to grow. I like to, I don't see the world the way everyone else does. Some obviously. To what makes me entrepreneurial, which makes me find opportunities. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to build team members that are not like you. You have to build a team. If everyone was entrepreneur in your company, you'd be fighting every idea and every entrepreneur idea versus your own all the time. So while you want entrepreneurial people in your company, you have to sort of have be able to have a hierarchical structure and build teams and as a leader you need to be able to build teams and you need you to know what you lack and what you need okay so you know what are my what are my what are my qualities i'm aggressive i'm straight to the point i work hard, I'm not afraid to fail or try anything. Okay. That means in that I need to balance myself off with other people, you know, that are opposite of, I need calmer, less aggressive people to be more um, balanced and make sure I pick my head back up and look around and pause. It means that I have to be quiet and listen and have people that can actually talk to me, not just about their opinion, but be very concise in the way they deliver the message, because I don't have a lot of time because I do run multiple teams and businesses. So if there's a person that can get everything they need to say in a concise, detailed manner with clarity, and I can ask questions back to them without them feeling it's a criticism in this world right now, they're going to be the best team members. Just hands down, they're People, there's hardly any left. There's very few people that can take a criticism anymore without arguing or being defensive. I'll even catch myself doing it sometimes in the modern world. It is a scary thing, someone who never did it, but it's like everything I deal with, whether it's in a classroom or it's at work or it's at a sporting event over the weekend. you know you've got to surround yourself by the team members, your best team members in your organization, your best team members in any situation one are going to change, you're going to have to get your the players that become bad because they're not keeping up with the rest of the team just don't play anymore. It happens. It's just the way it is and it's unfortunate but we do live in a competitive world and anyone, I'm telling you, anyone who's listening, the most important thing you can do as a human, you wanna add value, you want longevity in your job, learn to grow humans. Grow humans at whatever job you're doing, lead them on top of your job, lead humans and grow them. No matter how old you get, no matter old or young, if you can grow humans, you can train them to do your job or other people's jobs, gain moral and ethical skills are, um, boundaries, you know, as well as the skill set in their job, as well as you learning other parts of your company and teaching it to them. That's what your most valuable resources. It's not the, what, you know, people are like, I know, I know. And I'm so smart. No, that's not really doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure there's been crazy many leaders that have hardly any education. It matters how you deal with the people on your team and the people you choose to be your team members, your generals, your your executives, your members, you know, and you have to work with your HR team. But the reality of the world is not everyone gets to play. And we've built a world around that and we're getting crushed competitively on the international market because of it. And not every other country gives trophies to everyone and they don't believe everyone has a chance to play and win. They're out there to crush and win and get out of poverty. That's a heavy motivator. So, um, I don't know. I would say the most important team members are your family and the ethnic, uh, sorry, the ethics and the morals that you build into it. Um, You know, you tear down any barriers you can as parents, you know, racially and ethically and religiously, and keep a very open mind to there's room for it all. Um, And you surround yourself with like-minded humans. I just think that that matters. And especially as you grow, and even as your companies grow, you're going to have to shed layers It's unfortunate and it's sad. And sometimes you go backwards as a company when you do things like that or your strategy changes. It looks like you go backwards and you border on bad times or times are bad. It's just you don't have a choice sometimes. And the future could be over if you don't start to pivot or change a strategy sometimes. So that's really, I mean, as a family, you have to deal with crisis and pivot. And as a company, you have to do it. And as a family, shedding layers is not shedding family members. It's shedding where you live or friends or moving or choosing a career or Johnny became really good at baseball. We need to start figuring out how one of us is going to do all of that. Those are the things where in business, shedding and growing has a lot to do with growing individuals and making sure you spend as much time as you can growing the individuals and your team members. And just sometimes not everyone keeps up. No different than when you played soccer as a kid or baseball or the debate club or the chess club or the math club. Not everyone is capable of excelling at all of those things. There are winners and losers and all those, and they are necessary. I just told you. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, ever. I want to be learning from all the people around me. They all have to be in skills that are better than me. And I need them to be winners in all of those areas because I'm not. I know what I'm a winner in. And I need them to know what they're winners in. And I need to know that that winning truly and having an amazing victory as a team, when we're all can win together, that's what it comes down to. And that's a family too, right? As you have more kids, they become members of that same team. That same thing that happens, that same ethos of moving forward. And how you vibrate as, as a family and as a team and people get caught up in perception, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying how we, we lead with our team members, our family, and, you know, I, one of the things I think that I'm always, uh, that I just heard in the Bible, just from a Christian reference, is you can, you love the neighbor, you love God, you know, you love the animals around you, but you're to fear your parents, And it's an interesting thing because why would they want that? Because fear is a great deterrent for kids to have more unethical value. And the loving, love thy neighbor, love the thing is because we all should be part of the team members and leading that raise the future generations. Parents are the hard ones. So there's loving godparents and loving grandparents and loving stuff to help guide them so we can do the tough job as parents, which is help them develop into humans that will survive in the world. So those are your most important team leaders, team members. And at work, they're the humans that help grow your business. They're the humans that help grow the other humans around you. Those are your best team members. So yes, everyone helps you get your business done and I appreciate everyone, but the best team members are the ones who figure out how to grow other humans so they can grow. Because if they grow, they know they're going to live a void and they need to have humans behind them growing into those positions. Or in a family, you know, we needless to say, there are parents that grow their children regardless of school or not being in school and there are parents who don't. They spend the time, whether it's sports or academics or exposure to the world and travel. And they're ones that don't. So that's what I'm talking about. Like when you're talking about getting married or you want to, you get to choose your team members. So the question is kind of funny because I get to choose my best team members. I get to choose my best spouse if I want to. If they believe in the same thing I do. So... Yes, I agree. Everyone is important and we all play on the team and everyone's in. But the best play, at least for our companies, we cho- we try to choose the best. We promote the best. And it's not necessarily based on skill. It's based on leadership ability and ability to do more or go the extra mile, I would say, for sure. And I don't mean go the extra miles and work crazy hours. I mean like learn more or if you get ahead so you can ask for something new to do so you can grow, so you can grow in the company or grow as a human so you can grow to another company. I should, I don't, I like that too. The best team members are team members that want to grow inside and outside the company. Great. We can be known as a company that grows humans. So... Everyone plays a vital role, Um, but the best, I think, take it on to a whole new level, which is that level of a parent, which is what we call God. We call him father. You're Christian. Why? Because we kind of fear God, but we also respect him, but we're also made in his image. He's also very forgiving, like a parent and loves us no matter what. So it's like that, you know, what is it that we need to do? And the difference being is we get to actually have an impact um, and make a difference on the next generation starting right now as a parent or as a future parent based on the spouse we choose or the partner we choose. You know, we don't get to choose our kids or whatever, but we certainly can choose relationships and love that matches what we want when it comes to the education and the exposure and the experience we want for our children it's not necessarily always chosen for us sometimes it just happens obviously but i'm just saying we do have choices and i'm not saying love and attraction shouldn't exist i think it all plays a major part but those are your best team members. And we went way over. So I think we're probably only going to record one episode today, Elena for your farewell episode. So.
1: Well, it was definitely awesome. uh, Awesome to record today and maybe we'll get some in on Thursday unless the baby has other plans, but thank you um, for sharing all of that with us. And thank you all for tuning into the podcast podcast today. And don't forget to uh, join us over on Facebook or Instagram at Centurion Leadership Battalion. We'd love to have you join us there. And we can't wait to have you back for the next episode.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Elena. Good luck. Thank and good you. luck to Greg as well.